Overrated. Welcome, welcome, welcome Ooh. to the Shut the Funk Up podcast. I am the well-fed boy, and as always, I am joined by... Jay Lit the Kid. I abruptly do. started this episode because you just said something that I did not like. Hot take alert. Tell them what you said. Hot take alert. I know I'll get raked over the coals for this. I'm okay with it. Now, I think you took the absence of what I said in her turning it into something. Now, uh, I'm just going to lay the dead fish right on your lap, eastbound and down. The, overrated. The, the TV show starring Danny McBride. Overrated. Produced by Will Ferrell and Andy uh, Adam McKay. Overrated. Over oh that that show is overrated. Yes. Now it's good, but I think it gets uh, and uh, I'm gonna, another hot take alert. I'm going to piggyback this because I both find them to be this kind of the same situation. Step Brothers, overrated. Um, funny, but it is not the holy grail of comedy that I think everyone makes it out to be. You are a Will Ferrell fan, right? Um, I would say I'm almost a Will Ferrell stan. And I only want top. And I hate three. that phrase, by the way, but I said it. I hate myself, but I had to say it to convey Dude, it's how one, much I like him. It's one of those. It's one of those things that we've, we do all the time on this podcast we don't like it, but we, you and I have done really well, I would say. We pat ourselves on the back here with staying up to date with the youngins bullshit. So, like, of course, do I like hearing you say Stan? No way, Jose. Now, is Stan Chugwatch 2023? Is that Chugi? I mean... is Ch Chugi is Chugi. Yeah, at this point, I, I don't think Stan is Chugi. Ch I think Stan is... It, it's been... It's been... It's having a moment. It, it's on... It's, it's doing its thing now. Okay. But don't feel bad about saying it. I'm just trying to stay cool. Don't feel bad about saying it. Okay. The only time you'll, you, you'll feel bad about saying it was when you say it in front of a younger person, and then they'll call, and then they'll be like, because they don't say anything. They roll their eyes. That's the other thing that like I don't like about like you know these new we're now that we're getting older like when we try to keep up with like the youngins and keep up with the times, and then we use like their vocabulary, they immediately look at us and they rip us because they're like, oh, look at the old guy using the new words. What are we, we it's a lose-lose for us, is it not? It is a lose-lose, and I think we are now learning what we were then doing at that age to the older, the older generation, and, and now we're the older generation, and we realize we're in a lose-lose. But we never encountered our father. Like, what was, uh, what would you For the record, we have very cool dads. Yes. So I wouldn't even necessarily say, like, our parents. It would have to be, like, other older people. Right. Okay. Right? Yeah, but we, but we never, like, I never, our, our dads or any older people never said things. And I don't have any recognition of, like, making fun of them because the person said, like, oh... Like what was like the what were the words that we made up when we were younger? It's so true. Just to add to what you're saying, my dad could not give a single shit about trying to stay with the zeitgeist of what's happening. My dad still says groovy and like that's yeah. what I'm saying. He was they were saying those words from the 60s and 70s and and even 80s, which we were like, okay, that's cool. Like that's 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 right. never not cool. Right. Um, words from our youth. I'm gonna go one. One That's would chill. be chill for sure. Right, chill was one. Straight up, straight up chilling. That was like something always that I was saying. Uh, right. I'm gonna throw hella 
out there. Hella was definitely. Yep, that's a good one. Can, can, yep. can we claim that or like wicked? Our... Wicked. I think wicked. I mean, might, might be like a northeast thing, but like you know, wicked like came into like a little bit there. We started like you know. I'm gonna give weed. you that. We call, start calling like weed that and stuff. You know. Yeah. Um. I mean, there's certainly like some weed words that I think were I don't know because like you could say like crip, but I feel the like po-po? that's the po-po? Is, is popo one. I don't think we can. We can't do that one. I don't think we can have that one. I think that was around before. Okay, yeah, but uh, so back eastbound and down. Uh, You're mad about that. I I I, I explained it away. You did explain it away because well you did a you did a you did what you did was fucked up. You went like you went it's a good show, it's a really good show, but everyone thinks it's a great show. I don't think everyone thinks it's a great show. I think the people that love there is no they're you don't polarizing hear people talking the, about Eastbound going being like, yo, that one. You don't hear people saying that. No uh no. Right? No. Um, I think it's properly rated. Overrated. Okay. And, and, and like it's hard for me to you know battle you on that because you are have started rewatching the wire mm. which is a yearly uh thing for you I wouldn't say yearly but uh so the problem is my it's wife 15 16 16 month like yeah it's you know so my wife is literally interested in no like she has no desire to like lock in on a show. Okay. And that hurts. Um, well, The Wire, I don't think she would lock in on. Lock in? Is that? Can we? S- I, I don't know. Is that ours? I don't know. Because honestly, like, you, when you said you're like, what is ours? And I'm just like, yeah, we're in that gray area of like, we were taken from the past. I don't know. I think, but if you're saying like, what is ours? Oh, I'm oh, saying oh, like I got one. 97 we, to 07. We definitely uh, were like the first generation that would say, oh, that's hot. That's hot? Yeah. This is why I'm hot. Remember Paris Hilton would be like, oh my God, that's so hot. We were definitely hot. Hot was one of ours. Okay. Right? Been around a while. Been around for a while, but I think we well, can we've been that. around for a while. Yeah. Yeah. Um, man, I'm going to have to. I, I have to just. That's exactly the vein of how to figure out the words that were quote unquote ours. Go back to like. Reality TV, two thousand two to two thousand five. Yeah, that's and it's gonna it's the worst thing in the world. But that's where you're gonna find the words that were like. Yeah, go that back to in. the reality TV, like that show with Paris Hilton and Nicole Richie. Um, what was it called? Um, like God. growing up rich. It was, no, yeah, uh, it was something like that. Uh, home, homeward bound. I think it was something. something it home? was something about like you know. On the farm, it was it was like that. It was like Nick, Nick, Paris and Nicole, uh, you know, on their own or something like that. I have to look it up. Look it up, but whatever. Uh, episode ninety eight. You know, we're here. Um, uh, we're back. We're back quickly on a Tuesday. We had a, like a little quick three. Uh, what is it? First off, let me just say, uh, ran for five seasons. It, it was says, good. It, it was good. says 2003. So, uh, yeah, first episode, December 2003 to uh, uh, 2007, The Simple Life. The Simple mm. Life. Good show. Good show. Uh, never. Good show. Good show? Good show. Man. That's one, like, I bet if we went back right now and watched it, 
um, we would be like, this is hilarious. Um, it's not- going to be hilarious because it's so terrible. Yeah. Right? Because mm-hmm. like, I, I know that I've watched some movies from like the 99 to 01 range where it is so cringe in like what they were what they were wearing how they were wearing like the clothes oh my god yes von dutch perfect yeah okay say no more fam is that ours i don't know we yeah i don't know i I think uh, say no more fam is after us that was like the meme generation i think we were in college and that was uh or maybe a little after yeah i think that that was more recent that was a more recent i think that's actually the day the music died i think it's like we us graduating college speaking of the day that the music died i want to uh just do it off the rip uh happy birthday uh jay dilla happy birthday happy birthday jay dilla february 7th uh, fellow Aquarius, fellow fellow Aquarius, uh, soul Aquarius, for, the, if you for, will. The, for those who uh, you know observe. Yeah. Um, so happy birthday, Jay Dilla. I saw that today. Oof. You know, thinking of you. It was from his uh, son, right? Um, Maybe I don't not. Know. I, li- I I follow so many goddamn yeah, Jay Dilla like accounts. It's not even funny. Happy birthday to the king. Yes, yes, yes. Um, so happy birthday, Jay Dilla. And um, let's get into the episode. Uh, let's waste not any more time on just because we could go for days on TV shows. And we have. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, talk to me about Atomic Rooster. I What did I do the first time? I've never done it before. You, uh, I'm trying to. I'm trying to even fact check that to see if it was real. I'm trying to think, but typically, um, if you guys have not recorded an episode with us or been here when we did one, we pretty much go off the rip. There's not a lot of uh, discussion prior to what's going to be discussed, and typically we leave um, the topic list as vague as possible. Yes. So today before the show, Alex basically was like, hey, I need to know, like, were they, would, you know, Atomic Rooster, what's up? And I immediately cut you off and said, not going to tell you, not going to tell you until we're on the show. So here we are. Um, Atomic Rooster was good. I really like them. Now, I don't know. You were using kind of like hard rock metal as like the descriptor and i think i would push back a little bit on the metal connotation to me makes it think that it was going to be even harder than it was okay right okay it's not classic rock it's not like that 70s southern rock. rock 70s hard it rock. is yeah it's it's in that weird you know rock definition of it's not metal it's not you know the classic kind of rock and roll that was coming out it's it's it is kind of in this weird middle area i don't know how to describe it but i enjoyed it a lot yeah and i liked um the lead singer's voice okay word all right i'm glad to hear that yeah they will they will make it onto the playlist and i think that at some point in the future someone will be like whoa who's that and then i will then get credit for what you have shown me uh, and that's it's what it's all about. It's Actually, only... uh, today at work, I was playing it in the background, and one of the uh, one of my younger um, proteges was sitting there, and he goes, "What's this?" 
You're lying. I swear. See, now you're posturing for the podcast for me. And Had I it up and on I, Spotify. And, I, and I'm going to give you another alliteration. I don't feel, I don't, I don't appreciate the patronizing. I wa- had it up on Spotify because I always go to Peacocks and Music playlist on Spotify. We have the windows open here at the uh, Wax Museum. So, and the Wax Museum is right next door to a executive airport. So we're going to hear, and we're in the hood. So you might but hear. But those are VIPs. Yeah. So, so you might hear those are all PJs, baby. Yeah, you, you might hear sirens and uh, you know planes driving by and and breaks. we live in a booming metropolis. Yeah, so yeah, okay. I'm sorry. I, I mean, mean, you remember Ambulance Gate like three episodes ago? Yes, yes. I'm sorry, so, I cut you off. Yeah, uh, but I I definitely enjoyed them. And yes, today literally it was as organic as you could imagine. Hell yeah, dude. I had the playlist up on on the right screen, and and he was like, "What's this?" And he, and then he said, as he's a, a listener of the show, was that a peacock? And I said, um, I said this week's bud. Hearts melting over here. That's that. Hearts was, melting over that here. That was what happened. Hearts so, melting over here. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Thank you. There you go. Who is I'm that? doing my part. Can I give a shout out? Who is that? That was sh- shout out to Chris. Shout. Hey, Chris. What's good? I see you. Mm. I've never seen you, but I feel you, and you are seen. Yeah. Yeah. You met him at the soccer party, actually. I met him at the soccer party. Um, For the USA game, the watch party. There were many. Yep. Okay. Yeah, he was there. Um, But yeah, quickly, uh, before we get into what did you learn, uh, this week is the Laser Wolf gig. uh, Twelve. When is that? uh, It's the 20th anniversary. 20th anniversary. (laughs) I'm just kidding. It's the 12th anniversary. We'll have hoodies. We will have hoodies. Um, We've set up a side tent. Uh, no, but, uh, yeah, uh, DJing this weekend, uh, like I said last week, a lot of fun, um, Saturday night, Saturday night, you know, night before the Super Bowl, yep. the big game, which, mm-hmm. you know, we'll discuss and, uh, I've got some goodies for people. I got some, I've, I've got some sweet little, like, you know, you know, suckers and lollipops and things to like kind of non, you know, right before the big candy day. Cause we got a big candy day coming up. We do. We got we like there's there's I said that with some distaste because I don't know why. It's Oh, we have a NASCAR. I like that. Um Is it uh is it really a holiday? Yeah. Yeah, I mean I guess it's a big chocolate day. I, I, I would say top three candy candy days of the year are number one Halloween, obviously. Number two, I would say number two Easter. Number three Valentine's Day. Yeah, I, I can't. Uh, right. Yeah. Those are those are big candy. Those are. Top I think three. those are the three. I th- yeah. I don't think there's really any after that. Hmm. Yeah. No, that's it. Um, but yeah, come out, Lazy Wolf. We'll be there. It'll be a lot of fun. Um, but uh, Jordan, what did you learn this week? Alex, I learned about a very important man. I learned about Mr. Roy. <laughs> Let me get the AKAs here. Ex- uh, excuse me. Roy Sullivan, AKA the human lightning rod, AKA the human lightning conductor. So Roy Sullivan was a, uh, a park ranger in Shenandoah National Park in Virginia from 1942 to 1977. Okay? Put that work in. 
Yeah, I put that work in. Put that work in. And if you ask me... And I feel like in Shenandoah National Park from 40s to 70s, you know, wasn't the easiest job. Oh, I yeah. didn't have a lot of help. Oh, I to me, those are the years, too, where you could be a park ranger for 30 years and probably live, like, a dope-ass comfortable life. Yeah. Like, park ranger now ain't happening, not as cool. Virginia between 40s and 70s, probably a dope time. Yes. Yeah. So... He got the nickname because he has been struck by lightning a record seven times. Okay. Biggest fear of my life. Biggest fear. Yeah, actually, you are... Uh, I don't like electrical stuff. No, you don't. So, first time uh, the Have you ever been in the car with me where if it is like in, during a storm and we pull up to a place or like home, I will sit in the car. If it's like lightning, lightning storming, I will sit in the car and count the lightning strikes out. So I know when to scamper in thought. Uh, I've not seen that. Thank God. It's pretty. So the first time he basically it jumped off of, of off of a tree. And here's the, the best part about it is that basically every time it struck a different part of his body or whatever. But it at the end of all seven of the explanations here, his hair was always on fire. Right. Yes. yes. Um, and just he he actually holds the uh, Guinness Book World Records for most uh, documented lightning strikes. That means that because Guinness does their they do their due diligence. And that means that there's been eyewitnesses to at least all of them. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Because the uh, and in the picture here after one of the times specifically. He got struck in the head and it burned a hole into his hat. And that was his famous hat. It's got a burn hole right in the top. Now, what you know, you guys can't see right now because Jordan just showed me a picture of Mr. Sullivan in his park ranger suit and cowboy hat. Jordan just showed me a picture of post uh, one of the lightning strikes. The scent, he has a cowboy hat on. And you know how on the top of the cowboy hat, like, you know, where, like, you know, the flat of your head is? You know, the cowboy hat has that, like, you know, shape where it indents like a canyon. In that canyon is what looks like an absolute burn. Yeah. So it says here that if you live to be 80 years old, you have a 1 in 10,000 chance of being struck by lightning. That is the odds. I hate. Is that it. staggeringly low to you? That's that scares me. Now, if you were to be struck seven times, the odds of that happening are one in one with twenty-eight zeros behind it. So more like three trillion. Like no trillions. A like, trillion times three. Yes, more than that. It's well, one with 28 zeros. Now, it. this is where we go into conspiracy theory stuff. Why? Because you just gave me like the craziest odds. I don't know. I, I, I think I've known someone that has been struck. I know someone whose family member has been struck more than once. And what talking to him, he was like, I and I kind of agree with this. I think it just changes your charge. I think you're, and then you become more, right? More that, susceptible. Yeah, because your charge, your energy is a little higher. Yeah, I, I don't believe know that as if well. It's like, I'm not saying there's, I'm not like, 
you know, rubbing a bunch of crystals and stuff over but here. I, no, I'm with you. I believe that. Like, but, the more and more he kept getting hit. Yeah. And the National Park Shenandoah probably, like, was it, conducive to that. It mentions that. I feel because, like it was probably... Yeah. It said that, you know, he was outside. <laughs> you'll, you'll love this because... Um, that he was he was uh, almost attacked uh, by a he got struck the last time that he got struck by lightning he got struck by lightning and a bear happened to come along sl- right after that and it said that buried the lead dude buried the lead he because he, uh, he was fishing and the bear came up to steal the trout that was on his line after he got struck by lightning. So it says. So this guy. So let me get this straight. This guy casts right in the river. Oh, oh, he's got some nibbles, right? Oh, yep. oh, oh, oh. He's got one on. Starts. He, he does two cranks. Click, 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 click. Gets hit. Bear is in the woods and goes, This is my chance now? Do I have this right? Yes. Now, Buried the lead, you piece of shit. Quote. Sullivan had the strength and courage to strike the bear with a tree branch, despite the fact that his hair was on fire. He claimed that this was the 22nd time he had hit a bear with a stick in his lifetime. So not only did you get the stats there of how often he'd been struck by lightning and the odds of that happening, but after getting struck by lightning for the seventh time, he still had the wherewithal to then ward off a bear with a stick, also which has happened 22 times at some point in the history of this man's uh, career. You always come correct, dude. While his hair was on fire. I forgot that part. My, so I have a friend that got struck by lightning, and it's actually on camera. He was like on a, he was a fisherman as well, and he was going walking onto a pier uh one morning and uh the peer camera he and, and he, he showed me the video the peer camera the, the peer got struck and he was right next to the rail and it hit him and it didn't uh it it, it, it hit him to it brought him to the ground but didn't like you know fuck him up but his shoes the bottom the sole of his shoes burnt off of to a chris off of his feet damn yeah as you saw in the picture, I mean, that hat, that ain't no joke. That was, wow, yeah. So I learned about Roy Sullivan. I don't even want, like, this. The human lightning rod, a.k.a. That's what I learned this week. Alex, what did you learn this week? This one sucks for me because I, you know, I kind of limped in this year, and then you came correct, as you always do. And this one's not even as close, but I'm going to do it. Well, look, normally you do the setup for what did I learn this week, right? Yes. You typically ask me what uh, I learned this week. And I think you need to, like, come up with some signal when you think that you have the juice to say, like, you know, and then you just ask me. Otherwise... I mean, we got to, you know, you're right. I should have, I should have this one have just like not say anything. Cause you would have eventually, cause you are, you know, an on air podcast, you know, co-host with the mo host, like, you know, aficionado, you would have seen me just like not say anything. And then you would have asked me. Yep. So what I learned this week was, you know how in karate they go, uh, they do like the noise, like the, yeah, it's called a Kia. 
And that's what they're saying. Yeah. Okay. And I learned what that was this week. Why do they do that? Can I take a guess? Yes. My guess is um, as a martial artist master that they you are yeah that you do that when you're striking so that you can tighten the core in case you have to then take a blow from your adversary so there are three explanations ding 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 you have hit on one okay i love you Okay. There's three explanations of why they do it. One of them is like when you do that, if the person is like countering while you're doing it, you're already tightened up. Boom. Boom. Second one, um, it's also a method of like rapidly exhaling when you when because you're doing it while you're punching. Mm-hmm. And the carbon dioxide. Yeah, you exhale on the punch. Right. And the, and the carbon dioxide from the body increases and it oxy, uh, oxygenates your blood flow to all of your extremities. Dope. So Science. Like, boom, go straight to it. Yeah. yeah. Just adding a little extra to the punch. Yeah. And then the last one is just like, you know, no science, but it's basically just like it puts extra energy behind the strike. And it, and like when you do, apparently when you do like a, a noise thing while you're doing an extremity or like something like that, it makes you focus more and follow through. And that's why they and they even said that's why you always hear tennis players go like always are grunting yeah. when they're hitting because they're like they do that because it's an exhale but it's also they the grunting allows their mind to keep focusing on like the follow through and not like getting you know because you're still focusing that on that makes like, sense yeah I would even also say like maybe when you're doing like an auditory thing while trying to strike someone that maybe that they have to then take that sound in which might keep them a little bit more off balance i like i I like this fourth one that you have interjected in but i feel like the fourth one that you have interjected in is my i can't be like you know i'm like doing it i feel like the only way i'm throwing you off by like what i'm saying is if i just make the wildest noise you've ever heard okay and actually that maybe that's a strategy of just being like Oh, yeah. Like, you know, then you. That. Like, would that throw not, you off? I, would yeah. that throw you off? I'm thrown off right now. <laughs> yeah, I, I like that. But that's. I, I like that. You learned something cool this week, bud. It's not Mr. Sullivan, though. I mean, Roy Sullivan, human lightning rod. God. Um, Before, also, too, I, you know, we. We well, I was I was about to say we know we don't do this often, but actually I will retract that before I even say it. And we do, we do do this. We make we want to talk about. We try to like you know have fun on this podcast, and we do the music thing. Um, we talk about like current events, and we usually will will shine on things that are are important. And uh, the the earthquake that has happened in Syria. Mm-hmm. And Turkey, that I'm sure we all have seen now, because we live in such a awesome age uh, with all yeah. of the videos and stuff. Really scary stuff out there. The numbers are so bad with the deaths. Oh yeah, it's terrible. Um, so I want to just quickly, uh, not like you know, do a whole thing about it, but I want to just shed light. Fucking a, 
that looks so scary. I watched a toddler getting pulled out of rubble today that was still alive. And the videos, you know, that you can see online of just buildings falling yeah, just down on people and traffic. And um, it was uh, it was it was a human moment that I just wanted to just, you know, do that. OK. Yeah. I would, Agree. You no, know, hearts are. I mean, I, I, I don't want to do like the hearts are and prayers are up because like you T's know, and P's. That shit's yeah, but, um, shit. You know, you, you, you see those things and you're like, oh, my life's not that bad. Oh well, yeah, I think the earthquake too. Part of it, we don't have that on the east coast really, but, yeah. especially in the south. Yeah, like it's basically hurricanes. Yeah, that's basically it for us. But you know they're coming. And you know I don't think coming. you know the earthquakes are coming. I don't think Usually that's a good thing not. with earthquakes. Actually, I was listening to they a podcast and they were said it in L.A. They do have like an automated text. Sometimes they can predict them, but you get it like 10 seconds before it comes. And it's basically like getting a doorway. And I think you know the protocol. I, mean? I was just about to say, and I think the protocol there is like getting a doorway yeah. or um, if your table was is from Ikea, don't get under that. No. Right. Yeah, Ikea, uh, that's not the stuff you want to get under. The text message says, hey, if you are thinking about getting under your uh, table to prevent you from, like, dying, if it's made from Ikea or, like, Wayfair, don't do that. No. Right? Correct. Yeah. Yep. Um, so, yeah, hearts are, uh, hearts are that, that one. T's and P's. I saw, I saw some videos and I was like, holy shit, holy shit. Yeah, I saw, yeah, there's a lot of videos going out there. The building's just fucking coming down. So I think it was terrible. Like over 1,500 dead. Oh, Ugh. no. It was like over 7,000 when I saw the numbers. No. Yes. Dead? Yes. No. Mm -hmm. You're lying. Not lying. No. Mm -hmm. No. Look it up. I, I'm, I'm challenging Jordan right now. Look it up. I seven thousand Turkey and Syria earthquake death toll passes seventy eight hundred as rescue efforts falter. Okay, so you know this is a you know let me uh, oh, this my, is one of those the Guardian. This is this is one of those this is a live. This is coming to you live. Alex's loud wrong segment live. Mm. Seventy. Well, I mean, how many did we lose in nine eleven? Uh, like thirty. 3,800, 3,300, somewhere. I don't believe that either. I don't believe that one either. It was between like 3,000 and 4,000 people. You want to keep this Alex's Loud Wrong? You want to keep, this, you want to keep this, this live segment going? And I believe... Do you want to uh, keep it going? Yes, I, I do. You want to keep this Alex's Loud Wrong segment going? Over There's no way it was... It was it's under 2,000. 2,996 people died in the September 11th attacks, including... 2,977 victims and 19 hijackers. So, close to five. No, no, no. It was 2,977 people. We're, we'll, give victims, we'll give them three. Victims. And what do you then mean victims. Like people who died because of the hijackers. The hijackers also died. They're just put, they're separating the hijackers from people that died as victims because they're not victims. I'm, no, I'm going to combine them. Okay, yeah, that's what I'm saying. Just 20, like basically 3,000 people. Mm. Okay, Alex is loud wrong. I was loud wrong. Gotcha. Wow. Don't, 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 don't gotcha me though. You know, no one likes a gotcha. You know? I did though. So don't do that. Okay. Um, so uh, this is, this is a good, this, I'm really glad that we set this show up on our uh, show sheet. 
for me to do a somber moment and then go right into a, a ranting moment. Yeah, you said that. Um, I think even last week you were like, "I have something." I'm and not then, over and it. Then, I'm not over and it. then you took it. You took it off. You took it that that bullet out of the chamber and said, "Eh." And now it's back on. So I think something this week triggered you. Still pissed. Okay, what do we got? Um, you know, air travel, dude. You know, there's, you know, uh, la last year I got away with like no weddings. This year we are, we're stacked up. Yeah. Yeah, we're stacked up. Okay. And so you, uh, you used to try, I guess when you were traveling for work. Yeah. There weren't a lot of problems. No. Like in the industry. Th things have changed now, apparently. Okay. And I booked uh, my travel for um, a listener of the show and uh, a sister of our boy Scott, uh, you know, Pipes, mm -hmm. booked uh, the airline. She booked it. I No, I booked my, mine there. Oh, for hers. For hers. Got it. Mazel tov. Booked it. Hey, yo. Two days later, get an email. And this, and this wedding's in May. A directy? It's, it's late. It's directy. Okay. Late May. Two days later, Air, American Airlines goes, hey, yo, uh, change the itinerary. That uh, Now you're leaving three uh, three hours later than you were, and so you're going to like you know land three hours later. Big, big three-hour difference could be uh, most of the day. Listen, one, how are you allowed to do that? Okay, how are you allowed to do that? We have to like you know do agreements and check box and say, do you agree to like the agreement that we don't ever like read? That's how they're allowed. You to know do what I mean? Like, I need to start doing. I want an agreement with you. When I book with you, if you change shit, I want a nice forty spot back. Why? I think you could easily send an email, and here's here's what it's gonna say. Hey, Mister Airline, fuck. I'm going to a very important event. I had I booked this flight at this specific time because it perfectly worked for the window of activities that I had set. And now Which is all true. You have ruined this for me and I'm going to and, and and now I'm going to have to reconsider trying to find another flight. I'm going to have to work more to do this and you're not even going to credit me some money back? Bruh. Okay. That's number one. Fucking heated about that. Okay. Okay. Number two, you, and I'm going to get close here on the mic. Get in there. You mean to tell me, Mr. American Airlines, two days after I book my shit, you already know, what is it, four months in, uh, three months in, a, in advance, you already know months in advance that uh that plane's uh gonna be laid and we gotta we gotta you already know that mm. you already know that huh mm. how do you and i want to know how you already know that i mean i think i have a pretty fair explanation as to why but i agree with you they're fuck boys like what are we like there's no excuse you're ever going to give me. You're going to be like, well, we can just already know because these people are on these flights and this it's filled up this way and we already know. Guess what? Nah, dog. Nah. Now, this is to ATL? This is straight to uh, O'Hare. This is straight to Chicago. Oh, Chi-Town. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Are they in Chi-Town now? 
don't get me started. There, I got to fly into O'Hare, and I have to get a, 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 a whatchamacallit, a car, and drive 90 minutes to Lake, uh, Lake Geneva, Wisconsin. Okay, that's cool, though. It is cool because it's on like a, a pretty dope golf course, apparently. Sweet. Yeah. But it's just like, you know. You have to do a, a, a very reasonable traveling but this day. is my thing but you this is what you said in the beginning this is my thing the it throws everything the flight I, I chose i get in at two o'clock okay mm. and i get in on two o'clock on a thursday thursday the night before the wedding what is that what is always that that's fun fun time well it's the rehearsal day rehearsal and rehearsal drinks. I'm invited, you know, I'm not, you know, I'm not in like, you know, the bridal party. You're I'm in. not a part of the family, You're but in. I'm a part of the family. So I'm invited to that. You're in. So I, I strategically book two o'clock and then. Uh, Power move, you fly in Wednesday night. Duh. Bro, that's more money. Okay. I'm not in the family, but I digress. And then now, now I'm, now I'm landing at 615. Okay. Got to get the car. I'm late. Guess who's not going to it? Guess who's stopping at Taco Bell and going, sh checking in, pissed you can't off. can Taco Bell the night before a wedding. What do you I can't. do? I told you. Easy fix. When you I have, told you last, I told you last episode, when I get off a plane, what do I do? You did, you did say, we actually have differing views on this. He said, when I get off a plane, I am in the mood to just eat some absolute dog shit food. I'm starving. You're starving, and you said, I want the Biggie Bag, Taco Bell, and the pizza, and that's it. And let me get out of here. I said the opposite. I want to eat the dog shit meal right before I get on the plane because I'm in the most miserable place in the world, and that at least brings me some slight joy before I already know I'm going to hate myself. You go, I want to get more miserable. I want to be more miserable. Which is, I get it. So, so yeah, that's, that's my one. That's my first rant. Okay. Pissed off air travel. You guys are so annoying. Eh. We gave you 90, you know, I'm with you on the first. We half. gave you a 900 like billion dollar bailout, like COVID stuff too. Again, like, you know, you guys are so annoying. Done with that rant. Okay. Next one. The Nepo baby stuff. Have you been seeing this little thing on the internet? I've been seeing, I don't, is it like just basically that recently people are, people are pissed off Yeah. That people that have advanced in life due to nepotism yeah and we just caught on to it now that's what that's my thing it's just like hey did you know about life do you know how life works this is how it goes people yeah what are you what you're mad because uh you know Haley baldwin or dad was a thing you like you don't know about hollywood yeah in every Do you think The Rock started on his own and he was like his own like wrestler? No, his his dad. Yeah. Okay. What are we doing? Behind every successful person will be a successful father that dragged them kicking and screaming into um, some form of business that they already own to make sure that they financially get set up for the future and they can do whatever the fuck they want. Like 70% of the people that you like Guess what? Their mom or dad probably like the, the industry they were in. I mean, Ken Griffey Jr. Dude, I mean, what? Like I, the Nepo baby shit. thing is just so funny. Like, everyone's like all mad. I'm just like, yeah, it's called privilege. Yeah. And most of you, even the people in the podunk towns or like wherever you're at, 
hey, your dad's doing that business. Guess what? Nah, you're you're going to do the business. Yeah, too. totally. And it's all okay. I remember like when I was young realizing like, okay, these people don't have money or these people do right. have money. And then you find and then out. You, you realize the disparity of just like their hat, you know, just all the things that come with it. And then you're like, oh, 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 these people with the money, everything's easier. Yeah. For them, yeah. their kids. And it's just like. That's life, baby. That's life. That's you life, baby. You have to come to accept that, you know, some of that is, you know, you're able to do whatever you got to do to get to wherever you want to be. When, you know, the people that are complaining, like, hey, are you guys, if you were millionaires and you had a lot of money, so you're saying when you have your kids, you're going to be like, not going to help you out. Get, no, you're not. You're going to help them out. Yeah. You're going to make sure they're fucking sad, dude. Yeah. That's I what mean, you got to do. It's called the family business. The family business. All right. My last one here. So you're not mad about Nepo babies. You're just mad that people are now just mad about Nepo babies. I'm just mad. I just want I just like want to rage against people that are like, you know, complaining about like, Dude, you, 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 shh, shh, shh. Okay, I agree with you. Now, this last one. Not much of a rant, but this is the best one. Okay. Guess what I did today. <laughs> I, I and see don't the, look word. At the show sheet. Don't look at the show. Yeah. What did you do today? So, uh, they, are lay ugh, they are laying fiber optics in the neighborhood. Okay. So, my internet has just been terrible, like, Friday all weekend, but today I woke up and like you know you know I work from home. We back online in the Matrix. So uh, thank God for the Oakland Park uh, you know division of the Broward County Library. I was at the library today. Really? Have Do you, you have a library card? Uh, no. Do you need a library card to enter? And do anything in a library. I want to tell you about this library experience. Okay. I'm, I'm assuming you haven't been in a library in a while. I, and I have. No, I order all my books online because Check I'm just this amassing out. My, my. Check this out, dude. And I was excited. I was like, damn, I got to go to the library, but like, let's, this is going to be good. Now, I have a small library right on the corner of Davie and Riverland. There is one right there. Now, does yours also have a homeless person sleeping outside of it at all times? Now, let me start. I pull up to the library, and I park, and I get a good spot. I get right up front. I, I park. I mean, did you expect a lot of, like... There was no one in the parking lot. <laughs> okay. So I park in the front, and I look up, and on the bike rack are eight mountain bikes rusted up with a mound of what looks like garbage to me. And I go, wow, these are homeless people bikes. Mm -hmm. And that checks out to me, but there's no homeless. You know, I'm looking at, I got a car, I'm not smelling it. I don't see any homeless. I'm like, where are these people at? Go up to the library. First of all, when I grew up, the library was at least three to four floors. My library was huge. Uh, hmm. Mine was not, but I also lived in a small city. Okay, well, I go up. It's just one floor that is... They've been reduced. The size I 
of my lot. Okay? Mm-hmm. And get the homeless are here. This is where they're at. The homeless are here. They're just everywhere. They're homeless. Mm-hmm. This place, what a sad sack of shit of a place. It was amazing to be there. I really? Wa- I walked in, and you know me, first time in there, I want to get the whole, like, you know, feel. I want to get the whole. Yeah, you did a lap. I walked up to, the, like, or you know, I walked up to, the, like, the little, whatchamacallit first. The, the kiosk. Uh, yeah. I said, hey, what's up? I'm here for uh, to steal your internet. You know, got an internet issue back here. Want to steal your internet? Bro, I have my laptop. Don't need one of your computers. Uh, what's the password? And she's like, looks up to me and goes what and i really wanted her to just go shh and, <laughs> and i went that was that's all it and i went and i was like and she heard me you know she heard me and i was like well not gonna do the spiel again alex saunters off he goes we're done here so i walk i look around and dude i'm looking around wow there are all the computers are taken right and there's there are just the most disgusting looking men you've ever seen on every computer. And I looked at like three or four computers. One's just playing World of Warcraft. One's two of them are gambling. Really? Two of them are just gambling. I like I love that. And the third one's just watching uh like YouTube videos. What a sad, sad sight. It to was you, you are going to the public library to gamble. If you are doing that, you are not a good gambler. Stop gambling. One of the guys was playing like a card game. The other one was doing the wheel like you spin a wheel. Okay. I was just like, wow, both balding. You know, I was just like, wow, this is hilarious. Um, so, you know, I have my laptop. So I'm just like, I just need, you know, I kind of just need a plug. And a chair and like, you know, a table. So find one. And it's in the children's section. It's in the children's section. I'm picturing you in like a Fisher Price chair. It's smaller. Yeah. Yeah. It's in the children's section. And the anxiety that starts to waterfall over me when I have to get my laptop and like charger plug out and mouse. Trying to be silent it was nostalgic, and I haven't had, I haven't had anxiety like that in a in a while. Hmm. Yeah. Uh, was it your past trauma that 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 was bubbling up, or were you not trying to, to disturb the guy that was degenerately gambling? I didn't know the a- rule. You know, I knew the rules, but I don't know how the rule if they've been different. And and also, I'm in the children section, so I feel like in the were children, there children there? There was no one. There were only. The Old people and degenerates there. Love that. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, the library, what an amazing experience. Um, I couldn't get out of there fast enough. I got in there, logged on, fucking, and logged the fuck out. Love that. It was, it was, it was, it was, it was scary. Yeah. Someone made the argument that, that I should go start going to the library to like get all the books that I want to read and stuff like that. No. And I'm just like, nope, I'll pay the $9 for the book. It'll be at my house tomorrow. Yeah. And I don't have to go anywhere. Thank you very much. I'll I'll keep the book. They'll go, you'll go there and they'll be like, yeah. Do you know the Dewey decimal system? It's, and you'll be like, God damn it. See, we're out. Yeah. Yeah. Love that though. 
So yeah, that's uh, that was my library. It was fun. It, it, it was it was it was funny. So um, I I know you actually called uh, Wifey and I on that was Sunday Sunday night, mm -hmm. and uh, we we had a little talk um, earlier in the night, and you said that you were going to be watching the Grammys. So when we got home um, from our class, I, I threw the Grammys on. You know, wifey's all into that stuff and stuff like that. And I wrote down a couple things. Now, did you watch front to back? Um, could not take it. I turned it on for the red carpet. That was the best. The red carpet was the best part about it for me because it was just, I won't go into it because I'll like shit on everything. But the red carpet was hilarious just to see what people like wear. It's so funny. But I got about 15, maybe 20 minutes into it. And I was like. I have to turn this off because it is such an absolute sham. And we've done this before on this podcast. The whole thing, they need to really stop that whole thing because it's 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 blatantly obvious how like uh Hollywood it is, if that makes sense. Yeah, totally. Yeah. Um I thought certain aspects of it were good. Um the fir first and foremost uh chris brown going after robert glasper did you see that uh no robert glasper was uh won the best r&b album I, I, I saw that and chris brown was fucking talking out the side of his neck didn't even know who robert glasper was what do you mean when, when was he saying this after robert glasper won like on on the internet and stuff like oh. he was tweeting he was tweeting like who the fuck is this like, oh. I don't even know who this person is. Bad look for you, dude. It was such a bad look. That How is. How don't you know who that is? And maybe if you stopped making music that you were been making for the last, but like, even still. 15 years, like, how do you expect to win and not think that anyone else could win? But you're not that, like, guy anymore. To be in the, like industry and not know who robert because robert it's not even like he's like this jazz musician that you like he does hip-hop shit dude yeah like that's what i'm saying it was so tone deaf he had no fucking clue what like and of course he walks it back and he sends the this is like the classic um millennial like response where he then dms robert glasper mm. and and then screenshots screenshot it, uh. screenshots it and puts it online and he's basically hey you know does like the this was not intended to be directed oh, at you yes it fucking was yes, it, hey listen own your shit bro you fucked thank up thank you like if like, you're gonna talk some shit on someone and then people in the industry are gonna come back and clap back at you because you're a fucking idiot because you don't know who robert glasper is and, and just own the fact that you didn't know and move and and I would respect that more than you trying to be like I it wasn't intended for you. Yes it fucking was. And also too like cuz you know the like kind of person that I am like I'm a little disappointed in, in Robert Glasper because you know when when Chris hit him up it was like my bad cuz clearly Chris went and listened to the Miles Davis and Gla Glasper album it was like and he checked himself. And I'm a little disappointed in Glasper, like, because you know... There's no way he checked himself for the record. Probably not. But, he definitely did not go listen to but any. But you know Chris Brown said, hey, can I screenshot this and post it? 
So oh, like, he I'm did, all, uh, Glasper did not respond in. The, but you in know, the, Chris Brown like texting him or something and, and and glasper gave him the okay and i'm a little disappointed glasper because i would be like nah like oh nah glasper's at his piano playing overlooking the beautiful fucking city and his boy like cups over the phone and goes hey chris brown he wants to use that dm that he sent you saying that it wasn't uh to offend you can he post it and robert glasper's like Dude, I don't give a fuck. You're right. That's yeah. what happened, I hope. You're right. You yeah. know? So that was the first thing which I thought was intergalactically lame on, on that, I, didn't, I didn't know that. That's awesome. Yeah. I was just like, dude, this is such a bad look for you. And once you find out, you're going to feel even more like a dickhead yeah. about this. Um, I wrote down here. Beyonce. Uh, I want to just say real quick, uh, the neighbor here at the uh, studio has the world's worst yapping dog, so it's going to go on in the background the whole time. Keep going. As I say it, it stops. Boom. Um, I put here, Beyonce was tied. Do you, do you know? Did you hear this whole? Yeah. With 31 Grammys with George Salty. Do you know, did you know who that was? No. It's, a, it's like a... Um, it was a conductor or, or yeah. something for like scores of, yeah. of, I think, movies and shit like right. that. Um, but, of course, I had that trivia in there. And then, of course, she wins a category, which she had. Such bullshit. It, that's when I felt disgusted. That, when they were sucking her dick all night. Yes. And it was so annoying. Oh, it was terrible. Yeah. I and and uh, I'm gonna go on a rant for a second because Wifey and I are both of the same belief that Beyonce, albeit very talented, massively overrated. Um, we kind of discussed that. I think yes, um, yes. Uh, the night of yes, you had the same opinion. Yeah, like she's she's good, but. She, she isn't even close to like you know, and I and I think I said it to you like she's not even close to like people like modern people like Lady Gaga. I'll even like throw in fucking Taylor Swift in there. Like she's not even close to like even my, your Madonnas and your Janet Jacksons. Like she was great, she was awesome, but like not. I mean, I told you she don't dance, yo. No, she don't dance when she sings. No, she can't do that shit. Nope. She can't do that. I just think that once it's kind of, it's kind of an eastbound and down situation. Uh, it's she's good, but she is definitely not that good. Yeah, and no one wants to hear it, but it's totally true. So, I thought, and I feel like even like when you saw her too there that night, like when they were like lauding over her, couldn't you kind of like tell like on her face her reactions? Couldn't you kind of tell that like she was like she knew she was like I ran chill out. Yeah, I think it's I feel like the Grammys have also gotten very loose lipped. So like, you know, they start announcing winners like earlier in the day and stuff like that. And it's not a shock. And you kind of know what's going to happen by the time the actual award ceremony like goes on. Yeah. And you're like, all right, we basically know who's going to win here. Who's You know, blah, blah, blah. Well, I saw uh, sorry to uh, cut you off, but I did see um you know, remember, uh, you know, Grimes, Elon Musk's uh, ex, yep. mm -hmm. her. She, I can't remember right now who it was, but it was a nominee or somebody. It was, it was an artist. It was a, a, 
an artist you know tweeted out something about the Grammys and and saying like you know basically um you know there's other people that are good out there and I think she was up for something and she kind of like bitched about that and Grimes replied back to her and I didn't know this and she and Grimes said uh she's like don't worry about it don't sweat that shit she's like i was on the committee for producer of the year award Mm -hmm. and she's like and there was 40 of us on the committee and uh she goes and i was on it for like four to five years and she goes i finally left it she goes but i left it she goes because every time you would get into those meetings and um to uh evaluate and 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 she goes i would always she goes first of all she goes you get a pre-loaded list of nominees who you have to pick and then she also said i would always uh try to like nominate like you know the people that i thought and they were immediately like you know uh, yeah, like you know, nope. Uh, these yeah. are these are who your choices. She's are. like, so, and she was basically just like, don't sweat the whole thing's a fucking, you know. Yeah, yeah. As now, you saw, this year was very apparent with that. Yeah. Now, I will say, and I'm curious what your thoughts are on this. And we had just seen him perform on um, SNL a couple weeks ago, but Sam Smith, man's got some pipes on him. Yeah, man has. Like, he's one of the best in the game with the pipes, and he almost lost them. I know I heard about that. Yeah, but I will. But like even more than that, like I don't listen to Sam Smith music, right? But I've heard him sing before, and I just think that he has like a voice that can would is easily going to transcend time, and he will be making music, and people will be listening to his music yeah. for as long as he wants Absolutely. to continue. He's got that Adele music. shit. He's just like a pure, he's, he's got power like Adele too. Yeah. There's some power behind that mm-hmm. voice. And yeah. I was like, he's the man. Damn. Cause like, you know, we're always doing the, okay. Are they lip syncing or not? Right. You need to know. Yeah. And, right. And yeah. on SNL a couple weeks ago, I was like, is he? I was like, Oh wait, no, no, no. he is definitely not. No. You know? And then of course the Grammys went on and I was like, my man is doing it yeah, he's on nasty. the spot. He's and nasty. so, uh, respect to him for that. Yes. Now, also after that, um, and uh, uh, the award goes to for still still has it award, Mary J. Blige. Oh, did she? Oof. Yeah. They made it. They made up a lot of new awards this it was, year. Well, no. Uh, I'm just talking about performance. She had a performance. Oh. And okay. uh, those pipes, they still work. Yeah, well, yo, I mean, if I can, you know, be frank, you know, black people, you know, black don't crack like that. that no, voice, that voice don't crack. No. And then uh, the the last thing that I had here uh, before we get to the peacock was, did you see the 50th anniversary for the hip hop? Did you see that performance? Um, I watched bits and pieces of it. Okay. Now, a I thought it was cool. A 50 years of hip hop was crazy to me. Yes. Right there, that was nuts to me. Also, uh, it was I thought pretty cool they did a good job. that they went from like the oldest stuff up to about 2000 where they kind of cut off yeah. everyone until Lil Baby and Glorilla, which was really weird that they like even they were doing the bridge to the to the current or whatever. But um, it's hard to do that bridge. Dude, it's hard to make that bridge. That bridge, honestly, there was probably no way to make that bridge. So they said, we're not even going to try. Exactly. Um, but. It was really cool to kind of see them. I think it was almost by year that they were putting out 
uh, you know, someone was coming up and doing it. I mean, Busta Rhymes. I don't know if you saw that part. I did see that part. That uh, Rock Him. That was up. It was just. It was cool to see those old guys kind of get some credit on like a national big stage where a lot of the people that are watching that aren't people that look like those people. Right. So I thought they actually did a pretty good job when I, I don't really like when they do those big, like multi multi people performing right, situations, yeah. but I just, I thought it was cool. It lasted kind of long and I, I just thought that it was cool that they like gave the respect to the, the I would say one of probably, you know, a very disrespectful uh, genre of music. You know why they did it. It's the same thing of why last episode, you know, we kind of like, you know, knocked on the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame for letting like uh, Missy Elliott and, and Tribe and Easy E and they're they're now trying to transition and get the mindset, you know, transition to the listener of like, hey, these people, this they not only account and are just as important as the other people, but they they influence everything that we listen to now yeah you know yeah like uh i forget what podcast i was listening to but they were like yeah how many people last night found out that queen latifah rapped right you know i saw that i saw something like that too was and it was yeah. it was funny because i was like, like i saw that it was like i hit her iced tea her and i was just like and, and, oh yeah and I, and, I, and I was like oh my god that's so true because there are probably so many people out there just like oh ella cool j is oh he used to do shit yeah like, but, and, and it was kind of funny because as soon as I heard her, I go, the queen. Yeah. But I kind of also did a, oh yeah. You forgot too, right? Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah. I, oh, I, was, yeah. I, was, I was the same I was like, way. She had bars. With, with queen, I was the same way. I was just like, yo, she actually was like kind of a big deal. Yeah. But I thought like the list that they put out was just, uh, it was a very good list. You could tell that like all the older guys were there and showed up. And like it was cool that they kind of got their flowers. Yes. So yes, I agree. Um, for all the things that the Grammy does wrong and fucked up stuff that goes on in the industry, I actually liked that part of it. Yeah. Um. So that was pretty cool. Yeah. Yeah. You're right. You're right. Yeah. That was. Yeah. That. Yeah. That was. That was cool. So. Um, all right. You ready to get into this? Yeah. Let's do it. Let's get in the peacock. All right. Let's do it. Someone that Jordan is going to struggle with. Um, is that a compliment or it's one? A, it's a... one that I've had on the docket for a very long time, and it's a genre of music that we haven't ever touched on. Okay, and. Uh, I don't think it's up your alley, but also that like they're 
their story, their whole their peacock isn't isn't you know like fully involved. And I want to also just say because actually that reminds me because I've been having a couple people hit me up about the peacocks and they get a little. These listeners get a little annoyed when the peacock isn't up to snuff for them as far as, uh, you know, having some juice or it's not long or something. It's not always about the story, though. Yeah. And I just want to reiterate. I'm, I don't, I'm not going to lash out, but I just want to reiterate to the listeners. Mm. I have, you know, a long list of people that I want to get to. And the, the majority of them just don't have you know, great stories and, or like their time fizzled out and it's just how it is, but they're out. They need, I, w- I want to talk about them. Yeah. They need the recognition. So we're out here giving flowers, baby. Yeah. Like, you know, they're, they may not all be, you know, up to, you know, your standard, but guess what? Thankfully, uh, you're not our, our only listener. Mm. So this week's peacock in music is Portishead. Portishead. I've heard the name. Portishead, 1991 to 1999, uh, trip hop music. Okay. This was the this was the music that Alex, when he started DJing, when he got his t- first turntables and a mixer, uh, this was the music that Alex was into. This was the music that the record store. You know, people go to record stores now and they don't really realize in the late 90s early 2000s when you went if there even was a record store in your uh in your city the record stores didn't have uh what you see now like you know Jimi hendrick uh in, in the who and like these buying people's record collections and resung them. the record stores had trance music and jungle music and drum and bass music oh yeah and they were selling techno like well, that's the, what was in the industry's been revived Right. So like it's become an in kind of en vogue thing to have a turntable and buy vinyl. Right. And it's become like the, you know, the gentrified uh, neighborhood in Brooklyn kind of like hipster thing where now you're seeing a new album drop and it comes out on vinyl, which I agree. It's always wild to me to see people going and buying like that new vinyl right at the record store when to me you went to the record store to find that weird music that you're not going to hear everywhere and like the classic rock and the things from when vinyl was actually like the height of the technology at the time and and the way you listen to music and this is actually good because you can attest to this because you, you you know when we met in college you you've been digging with you went digging with me a few times mm-hmm. and like the hip-hop set like in those early days of like record stores the hip-hop section wasn't uh someone's it wasn't Ludacris's whole album the hip-hop section was the 12 inch it was you know uh it was little it wasn't the carter it was little wayne's you know go dj on one side and then the other side was like the instrumental, the instrumental. yeah and like maybe like you know uh dj club remix yep like that was the hip-hop section it wasn't you could you didn't go and get the carter the hip-hop section was basically you're a DJ and you were going to buy the single and the remix 
and that's the only thing that was on it and you were going to buy you know 40 records that literally are only going to have one to two songs max on each one now alex uh is going to do an ego stroke and say jordan what was uh the best memory you have of digging with alex what's the story um i know there was a couple there's only that one we, that we dug um i don't think i was there for that for the story i think you're thinking of you weren't for there for q45 no Oh, I thought I have you there. No. It was, well, it was me and Scott? It was you and Scott. All right. No, you go stroke for Alex. Yeah. So, all right. Trip Hop. Yep. That was the music I was into when I first uh, got into, uh, you know, spinning records because the other jungle stuff was like a little too much for me and like the hip hop thing was a little bit easier of a transition. Yeah. Um, so we have Jeff. Uh, Jeff Barrow and, and Beth Gibbons, uh, they met during a coffee break at an Enterprise Allowance uh, seminar in February of 1991. Now, I looked up what the fuck is a Enterprise Allowance seminar. At first, I thought you were going to say Enterprise Rent-A-Car. Uh, they're from the UK. Mm. So I was like, what's an Enterprise Allowance? And I looked it up, and um, Margaret Thatcher, who is the uh, you know the head of parliament for... Uh, for the UK for like almost like 25 years. And it was, it's so funny cause everyone loved her. She like was just this uh, person that like changed the game for like UK politics, but she succumbed to the 2020 uh, cancel culture, if you will, when they looked back on like the, some of the things that she uh, had uh, made rulings on, they were like, yo, she was pocketing money. And that's why she did this, this and that. So now, like, we hate Margaret Thatcher. Mm. But she put this Yeah, who would have thought a politician put their hand out and took money for their own benefit? Who Weird. Yeah. But she started this thing called the Enterprise Allowance, and it basically was a program where if you uh, entered this uh, club or community and you, and, like, you got entry to it, as a UK citizen, if you said, hey, I'm going to start a business... The government said, okay, you start it. You got your own money, but we will pay you 40 pounds a week, you know, for like five years because they just wanted to start new businesses. Huh. Okay. So these two met on a coffee break during that. And from what I'm assuming during that coffee break, they said, we should get the fuck out. Of we shouldn't do this, right? This is stupid. Yeah. Let's make some music. All yeah. Right. Right. Mm -hmm. Right. They, the, and also, I like to think they were like, they went to Margaret Thatcher and they're like, yo, we're going to, me and her are going to start a new business. We're going to start a band. They went, mm, not under the guidelines. Not, nope. Not under the guidelines. Mm -mm. Yeah. So they were gone. But uh, they quickly linked up with this guy, Adrian Utley, who is the guitarist of this trip hop band. He's kind of like, in my opinion, like kind of the X factor, if you will, of the band. Okay. He was the one that really pushes their sound. Um, in in my opinion, uh, but their first album in 1994, they they it, this is actually interesting. They they met in February of 1991, and they and they wrote the album in like September October of 1991, but uh, wasn't released until 94. Hmm. Yeah, huge hit called Dummy. Okay, great album called Dummy, huge hit. Uh, tons of success, Glory Box, Numb was on it, two just songs that really changed. Am I going to know it when I hear it? 
you will know uh you'll know glory box you'll know glory box you'll know you'll you'll know maybe the sample yes yes okay yeah, I, I say yes okay just because you said you knew the name Portis head okay so yeah um and then this band had a real hard time with um press and uh public stuff like being the public like anxiety stuff they just didn't like it weren't here for it didn't care about it okay um and as you'll see here they went that's you know they went a lot of hiatuses and they just weren't they didn't care they didn't like for like this first record i actually was reading about it dummy they were like yo they didn't do like any pressers like their label was like do pressers do this and they were just like not gonna do it like up to you if the you... too cool for school move yeah very rock and roll and, it, and like in like the articles i read they were just like it was almost like they're lucky that that like you know this first album was so big because they didn't do any promo for it interesting okay so hit it big on that first one and um the first album dummy actually for what it's worth um are in 2020 in 2020 i think it was rolling stone they're on the top 500 greatest uh albums of all time okay for what it's worth mm. you know well okay. you know we'll just let that law lie there okay um and then uh boom just took fucking four years off they're one of those F took four years off eh, okay. came back in 97 did another album successful again Successful again, had a couple like you know good hits on it with All Mine and Over. It was a great song. Another hit it again, you know, boom. Now guess how long the hiatus was after the second album? Well, you said they until '99. So did they actually break up, or did they just do like the dissolution of the USSR and like went their own separate way? Dissolution. Okay, like a couple will, of them like did solo stuff. I will say they came back and put out an album. In 2005. Uh, it, was, it was seven years later. So. Okay. So like 2005. Yeah. Four, okay. 2004, yeah, yeah, yeah. five. Okay. Seven years later came out with their third album called third. And that was when we were actually in college. And I have a good memory of that when they were coming out. Cause it was like a big deal. Porter's head was like doing a thing. And that one was good too. Hmm. That one still held up. Is in and also too, I don't know how well versed you are in trip hop, but it's a genre that is easily, like, you know, it had a moment. You know, DJ Shadow and Tricky and yeah, I like know, DJ Shadow. Yeah, but you know, there's a reason why DJ Shadow still isn't around. You know, it's that yeah. that instrumental like Thievery Corporation stuff. Yep. Is, it's hard, but I like Thievery Corporation. Right. Yeah. But the original Thievery was, you know, that was like strictly trip hop. Got it. But the um, the third one, like you know, had good success on it too, and now they're full blown. Like we're done. They're doing uh, festivals here and there. They're fighting you for Ukraine. Um, all still alive. But uh, the one thing I want to wrap it up with is, and I never thought about this with Portishead, but it was only until I did this research on them. Um. This I wish it was you know what they could have been you know mm. like 
not that we want to stretch them out too much and like use them up, but they were good. They had a such a good sound, and it's the only time I you'll only you'll hear me say I wish we would have you know drained that well until it was dry. Hmm. Yeah. I will say, uh, like I said, we, I don't know. I can't confirm or deny yet if I know any of the music. But typically when you bring some of these together uh, or to the table and also, let's just say, I don't have a lot of exposure to the, jo- the genre, I actually get more interested in these type of peacocks because they're so far off the reservation, if you will. Like I, I have a good feeling about just because it's rooted in hip-hop and there's a female vocalist beth is a she she sings on it it's not uh yeah it's a band it's a band that's that's even it's a band that's even better to me because atomic rooster like the 70s rock like okay i'm very interested i want to know what's going on but this type of stuff i always like new avenues of music that i don't have high exposure to so i'm more interested at least at this point in doing the research and forming an opinion uh based on what i hear um okay i'm 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 happy about what you just said okay good because i started with like yeah he might and now i'm like oh he's gonna love it see see what i did there yeah sweet we're a good duo dude we're a good duo we are we're a good duo we are um before we go we have to talk about the elephant in the room um we got uh i believe now did we vote this as a top five meat day or is this a top five sides day we got the big game the super bowl is this sunday i think we voted as a top five dip day or like an appy day i think we did a dip day okay well yeah yeah, app top when i say sides i think sides fall under the apps fall under the sides Mm, sides adjacent sides adjacent category though mm-hmm. so um what are you doing for it unconfirmed I, I i as well unconfirmed uh we have the very pregnant wife so that's a that's a mitigating factor that's going to need to be kept in i wouldn't it. even leave if i was you yeah um but i i always get excited for it it's to me a very like a uh, big americana day so you know, we all gather around the TV. What are you doing? What are we doing, uh, dude? Can we can we give them what what they want to hear? Okay. How much money are you throwing around on that day? That's the stuff Woo! they want to they want to hear. How much money is the well fed boy and the kid losing this Sunday? That's what they want to hear. I will say this: it's the best betting night of the year. It is. Uh, yep, yeah, that's number one. Yep, uh, top, top, uh, top, uh, uh, betting day of the year. Yeah, what Followed, else? Who else? What else? Yeah, what else is in there? I would say week one because we're uh, football because week we're one. so starved from you know not having football for so long that I think week one, yeah, is right behind that. I would say. I mean, there every aren't... four years pre- presidential elections. Uh, I'd say World Cup. World, World Cup. Cup is is a good one. Yeah, I that's would... a hard. Well, yeah. What are the top three betting days of the I year? I would say um, 
uh, Churchill Downs. Uh, that's a good one. That's um, a good one. Kentucky is, Derby. Kentucky Derby yep, Day. Derby that's a Day. Good one. That's a good one. Um, not for me personally, but you know, I, I would say, but the Super Bowl is the the creme de la creme. Yes. So let's start with let's start at the beginning because now we're gonna put uh, this out into the world, and by the next time we record, there will be a, a Super Bowl champion. Who are you taking to win the game? Not only am I taking this t team to win the game, I know this team is going to win the game. <laughs> okay. It's Patrick Mahomes. I'm very glad you said that. We we're putting him uh, it, it's we're putting him back on the throne. Mhm. Mm where he deserves to be. I don't know what's what's happened in the last year. Agree. Um there's no way that uh, he's losing because he's the best we've ever seen. Mm. I'm glad that we are aligned on this. I think last year we took opposing views, but rarely is the world stupid enough to give uh, the Chiefs points. Albeit only one and a half. Albeit. But when you make him the underdog. They tried to do it last week. I am going to smash the money line on the Chiefs to win <laughs> straight up. Absolutely. I will also be taking the points yeah. on the spread. I will take that as well. I will take Patrick Mahomes as Super Bowl MVP. I will probably Go take off, a, King. I will probably take maybe a, a, a little anytime touchdown Patrick Mahomes. I will also be taking a a, a Travis Kelsey anytime touchdown. Oh my touchdown. god. These people are out here they're just like the Chiefs they don't have any weapons. They lost Tyreek. Hey, did you forget about Travis Kelsey? He's an absolute. So he he's Dennis the Menace. Bro, it's all. He's a mat, as they say, a matchup nightmare. Yeah. So I'm going to be hammering probably all things Chiefs. Um, and just I'm going to go get my rake from the shed. And I'm going to be ready to rake in the dough. Now, I want to do a head-on-head head bet with you that I don't think we are going to see because we share bookies. Also, first, though, um, what are you going to go? Because we're we're definitely going to bet on the coin flip as well. Yeah. So what are you going to go with? Uh, Tails never fails. Tails never fails? Where I always bet I always bet on uh, coin flip. Uh, we do national anthem. Length of national and then we anthem. Do, and then we do Gatorade stuff. And Gatorade, yes. And I always go water. Really? Okay. All right, so what, what's the bet that we will be on opposite sides of that we can make a bet on? Yes or just yes or no. Does Nick Sirianni and the Philadelphia Eagles do the Philly special again? No. I'll take yes. Kind of should have. I should have said yes. I'll take yes. That's like saying, that's like me betting the under. I will take the over, by the way. I will also bet the over. That's what you all. <laughs> you always, no one wants to bet the under. The under, it means underwhelming game, not fun, lack of points. Everyone wants the over. You want to hit the over, mid third quarter, cash the slip. Let's keep this rolling. All right. So I'm yes, you're no. 
Yes, correct. What are we what are we putting on it? Um let's say how what do you think? If I lose, I have to get another uh gift off the baby shower registry. Okay. If I win, mm-hmm. you have to get I was gonna, I was gonna do it for someone else. How what, what should I get in this? Um I if 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 you Ooh. okay, what do you got? If I win because your birthday is next week. Correct. And we're going out for it. Yes. If I Fat cats, if, be there. If I win, you have to buy me a round. Okay. And a round is a beer and a shot. And I will wish you happy birthday on my birthday. <laughs> yes. I will buy you a birthday shot and wish you happy birthday shot in a beer on my birthday. And I'll stop. I'll I'll stop everyone from talking that's standing near us. Yeah. But and I will offer no explanation to the group as to why I did that. Yes. Deal. Fair. Deal. Okay. Deal. Um before we go do you want to let everyone know what my first gift was that I bought your wife off the registry because I know you feel you don't want to admit it, but I know I can I know you because I know you better than you know yourself. I know you feel a certain type of way about the gift that I bought your wife for the baby shower. I feel no type of way, no type of way whatsoever. Um, she for the most part uh, compiled the registry, and if she put something on the, uh, uh, something on it, then there is a need for it. And we are appreciative of your contributions uh, to the squad. Can we say squad? Is, is squad something that we get as kids? Does that I fall? Think I, was, I don't think I was. I don't think we were saying squad. All right. I don't th- squad I don't up. Think... No? Mm, it sounds. Yeah. You bought my wife like some, some uh, metal ramekin nipple St- covers. Stainless steel. Stainless steel. Nipple, nipple covers for covers. after milking yes. and nursing. Yes. Because the nipples are raw, dog. No baggy. Yep. And they're bleeding. You put little, like, you know. You put them in the freezer. Oh, you, oh, oh! I didn't know that. You pop them in the freezer and they get cold. And then you put what these. What is a beer mug? And then you put these on the nipples after. the the two little saucers. Nipple saucers. Nipple. Cups. You bought. You bought my wife. You bought my wife. Um, what I dunk my 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 wing into for the ranch. To I put I, on her nipples. I bought your wife two stainless steel two ounce cups. Correct. Yeah, yeah. And um, they came in a con- comically small package today. Oh man! Wow, so underwhelming. How bad was it? It was. Um, it's. I thought it was a joke when you showed it to me. I, I'm, I'm mad how much I paid for that. You could have gone to a local steel. I could have went to Legends could, Pub. You could have went. Like, you could have went to McKinsey Steel around the corner, and they could have literally fabricated those for you for cheaper than what you paid. I could have went to some hoity-toity like you know bar in Plantation 
where they give out like you know you order like uh, a cheesesteak and fries and then they bring out the the ketchup in the metal like two ounce yeah. cups. Like I could have went to Outback and just stolen that. Yes. You know. Yeah. And then asked for another one and then stole that one. Correct. And then. And then given those to my wife for her nipples. Yeah, and you well, and you know that I don't like ketchup, so I'm not cleaning out the ketchup. And she puts the uh, the the cups. <laughs> you on. ask for barbecue sauce, and they bring it, bring you ketchup. So you have to like order another one so you can steal that one and yeah. not take the ketchup. Yep, yep, perfect. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, but uh, we uh, we got a we got some things in store for uh, uh, for some things that are coming up. Yeah. Um. We got a, the big game, um, and I... You were going to buy my wife that backup set of nipple covers. No, dude. I'm going to have her put it back on the registry just so they're on there again, and you have to buy it back. See you when, next week. See ya. <laughs> <laughs>